Hey everybody, this is episode 6 of the Altruism Theory Podcast and today in this podcast I'm going to be sharing with you guys the things that I've learned from Tony Robbins book which is Awaken the Giant Within right here and this is the book that we are going to be talking about today. Specifically, we'll be talking to you guys about chapter 3 because chapter 3 is something that I feel that is useful as of right now. And apart from chapter 3, which we will be talking to you guys about the force that controls and the force that shapes our life, our future, our destiny. I will be talking to you guys about the habits that I feel that every 20 year old should inculcate to their life right now. And how could it be different, you know, do things differently and that kind of... How can you do things differently from the others and why you should do things differently from the others? And this is something, you know, some advice that I share with you guys right now. So without further ado, we will get straight into the book. Okay, in this book, <coughs> we are going to talk about the force that shapes our life. And what is the force that's exactly shaping our life? It's very, very simple. And I'm going to break it down to you guys in a short while. But first of all, we are going to have the statement right here is that according to the book that I have read, uh, I do agree that people will always do more to avoid pain than to gain pleasure, right? Because people always put in the extra amount, for example, uh, I'm not gonna lose weight and I just want to eat uh, nice food, you know, just want to eat chocolate, ice cream. And I feel that I don't exercise Oops, I don't exercise not because of um, me not being healthy, but instead I just don't want to go through the tough process, you not know, the painful process of you know losing weight. So people always go through. So that's one example, and then. So today I'm going to explore with you guys and how can we let pain and pleasure in, in our life to control sorry how can we control pain and pleasure in our life rather than allowing pain and pleasure control us so in today's podcast uh, will be something more intimate something more um, sentimental to many people because we are going to touch your vulnerability points and don't be afraid definitely when we're talking about all these big theories uh, I'm going to break it down to you guys. going to give you actionables so you can act on and then you can certainly change your life just like how it changed mine. You know why? Because by reading this book, I actually created myself. I created this person right in front of you and how can I overcome all these um, adversities, right? Uh, from the circumstances that I'm in and with the environment that I'm in, how can I change myself? How can I you know, tell myself that what I'm doing is right and so on and so forth? So these are some of the principles that I hold on to dearly in my heart and I have constantly been acting and putting actions on it so that it can create who I am today. So I'm going to share that secret with you guys and hopefully and certainly that if you take in action, you will be able to achieve what you want because I'm very certain that uh, for the people that are watching, 80% of you guys will not do anything and 
that is why I'm not afraid to share the secret because I know that 80% of the people that's watching this, will, they will purely just watch and they won't do anything, you know. There's no actions after that. So I just want to tell you guys that if you are ready, you want to go down, you're at 20%, you're going to put in the effort right there. So in this podcast, we are going to learn how to control that force that shapes our future and how we can use uh, full advantage uh, to that to that force so that we can actually achieve whatever we want. We can actually create the dream and create the um, destiny, create the future for ourselves, which in the way that we wanted. So for example, right, there are many people, um, there are many people, talking about the force, right, it's actually neurologically stimulated in our head, okay? Because we have, people have many different stimuli, very different uh, experiences and also uh, things that happen to them that cause them to act differently right so everybody will have different experiences different pain and different pleasures in their heart in their in their whole entire life so there is this one question that uh, most people will have is that um why why does people feel so much pain right but then they still um fail to act you know the failure to act the failure to change why is such thing still happening when um, you went through so much pain? For example, like someone that went through you know, a lot of shit where you feel that, um, that someone has already go through enough, yet they still don't change. And this is what we call um, emotional threshold, which is something that we learned from the book. Uh, from this book is that emotional threshold is super important because um, that person actually haven't hit the limit, you know. They haven't hit the limits where they say it's enough. Okay, so they can still take the pain uh, for a longer period of time. But definitely there will be a tipping point where he could not take it anymore. So just for example, uh, many of you must have heard a toxic relationship, right? So it's the same thing. So whenever someone is in a toxic relationship, that person can hang on for as long as possible, right? Until a certain point where he, he or she tells himself or herself that, I had enough. I want to stop. I want to quit. I want to get out of this uh, relationship. I want to get out of this life. I hate it. I don't enjoy it. I want to get out now. So that's what we call emotional threshold. So when you yourself feel that you have a failure to change, you don't uh, want to do things in a way where it makes you uncomfortable, maybe you're not desperate enough to put it into layman terms is that the more desperate you are, the more you'll take actions. So there's one very famous sentence that uh, my mentor Benny actually taught us is that if motivation doesn't help you, desperation shall. Alright, so this is a very um, famous uh, quote and some something that I kept in my heart for a very long time because of what I believe previously that happened to me is exactly the same. Is that I feel that when I am motivated, right, like you know, a lot of you go to a lot of talks and all those things, people motivate you and try to make you do stuff, you know take action but then you yourself didn't you know put a heart into doing it but then when something happened in your life such as when your family went into a deep shit went to a deep scenario a deep situation where you know they can't help themselves they are in very um, bad state where you feel that if it happens to you you will collapse and something that you feel that you cannot take it anymore and that's where I force myself and I told myself oh shit I have to take action and I have to do it so I'm going to break down the exact steps later to you guys. So hang on there if you're still listening because um, knowing how to do it is always easy. 
like the previous podcast, if, if, if you have been listening, is that knowing how is easy, but knowing why is hard. So uh, right now we're going to learn why and what is it all about uh, within this uh, pain and pleasure um, situation that we are in. So it's something that... Um, So it's something that is uh, neurologically linked to our brain. So whatever we associate with pain and whatever we associate with pleasure is very different. I'll give you an example. Uh, One reason why I have never uh, picked up smoking until today is because, um, example, is because uh, when I was very young, right, my, my dad actually smokes, my grandfather actually smokes, okay? And I knew that this one thing that, you know, put into my head, what my grandma tell me, is that um, if you smoke in the future, your kids will follow you. And then knowing the causes and the effects of smoking, which is bad, and I have seen smokers that went into very um, bad situation where they get cancer and all those things, um, that, you know, create a such pain in my life that I feel that smoking is so pain. I have never touched it. Even though people have uh, actually introduced and you know, want to convince me to smoke, but I have never touched it because I know the pain and I know the, the, the things that happen when you smoke and I don't want it to happen to me. So this is one way that I feel that um, can help you in the future if you are having kids. There's one way to teach your kids about things that you don't want them to do is that instead of telling them, don't do it you will gain their curiosity mind, right? So instead of telling them, don't do it, you have to show them the cause and the effects of doing that certain thing and relate that to pain. And then once they associate that certain action or that certain thing that they do to pain, you don't have to worry anymore. Because when people, someone, some people that try to convince them to doing something that they have associated with pain, they will never do it. Because uh, it comes back again, is that people will always do more to avoid pain than to gain pleasure. So if someone tells them that smoking is good, smoking gives you, you know, um, it makes you high and it releases you from stress and all those things, no matter how um, enticing or uh, how well offered that smoking habit is, they or she or him will still not take up that smoking habit because he knew, she knew that the effects of smoking from young, which your parents or you taught them to associate with. So it's a very powerful thing that controls and uh, determines your future if you are able to control pain and pleasure in your life right now. So this is something that I'm going to share with you guys and something that we are going to teach ourselves today to learn to control our pain and pleasure. So after knowing all this and you get the rough idea of how uh, pain and pleasure uh, affects our life, you know that it's such an important factor that if you did not know this, uh, it will create a lot of uh, dramas and it will create a lot of you know uh, unwanted, um, like wasting your time on things that you felt was a problem. But after knowing this, you will make all your problems irrelevant because once you know the root cause, of what is causing you to make these stupid mistakes or uh, create all these stupid habits and also create all these, you know, fear of failure and not willing to take action, this will make all the problems that I've mentioned irrelevant because once you know the secret source and the key to the secret of opening up yourself and becoming uh, an enabler, 
So what we uh what I I would call is an enabler is to that knowing all these things enabled you to do certain things because many of times where you felt that you are not capable you are not enabled to do it because you are stuck in the rules of your own you are stuck in your head so I'll be here to open up that rule to you guys by sharing with you the five steps okay it's a five step process to learn to control pain and pleasure right because once you learn and you are the master of controlling your pain and pleasures in your life you control your future you control your destiny so right now we'll head straight in to the five steps okay so the first step of doing it is that you're gonna write down um four actions that you have been putting off okay you're gonna write down four actions that um you have been thinking of doing but you didn't such as uh you want to lose some weight but you didn't you want to stop smoking you didn't and you need to communicate with someone that you have been falling out with you didn't and there's someone that you want to talk to for the longest time but you didn't okay these are examples you can write these four things down okay this is the first step and the second step is that under these questions that you have wrote uh this uh actions that you have wrote down is that you write down the following questions below okay this is from the book from awaken the giant within so if you're interested i advise you to pick up this book and there's a lot a lot more things that you can learn from this book because i personally felt that this book have uh, changed a lot of my perspective that uh, i have find it useful in my life okay so you're going to write down these questions under the four actions that you have uh, wrote down is that why haven't i taken action that's the first question okay and the second question is in the past what pain have i linked to taking this action okay so answering answering these questions uh, can understand that what held you back in what you've associated with the greater pain that you you have uh, been associating yourself if you don't take that action okay so if you are thinking that you have no pain associated to it uh think a little bit harder because there must be something that is holding you back from taking this action that you have been wanting to take but you didn't so there's definitely something that's holding you back which is something that you have to think deeper because sometimes uh it starts from very early very very early in your life where someone has planted this seed in your head that uh got you associated with certain things that help you back from doing certain actions so after you wrote uh the two questions down and you have answered them you're going to write down okay the third step is you're going to write down the pleasures that you have had in the past by indulging in this negative pattern so what this means is that you're going to write down uh whatever uh good points or whatever things that you have enjoyed emotionally okay um that you have enjoyed doing this negative action for example like um you say you want to lose weight but you didn't okay so what are the positive things that happen is that you got to eat chocolate you enjoy eating ice cream and you know that feeling is the best right where you have, don't have to control your diet you just eat whatever you want okay so examples like that you just have to write down all and you have to create like uh exactly why and what um uh, emotional uh positive uh you have to write down all the pleasures that you have uh while you are enjoying these uh, negative actions okay after you have write them down okay so you know that after uh 
knowing that you have all these pleasures. So what are we going to do is that we want you to achieve, okay? We want you to achieve the same pleasure without any negativity uh, consequences behind it, okay? So because we know that you have the pleasure that you associate or you do it with the negative pattern happening right now. So we are going to find a way to create the same pleasure but without the negative effects, okay? So uh, the fourth step is that you have to write this question now is that what it will cause you if you don't change now. So what is the cause of inaction for not doing it now? So what's the cause of it? For example, if you don't, if you don't do it now, what will happen, blah, blah, blah. If you don't stop smoking now, what will happen, blah, blah, blah. So you write down a lot of things, okay? So you create a list and the more detail and the more reasons you give yourself, the stronger and the more empowerment you will get to execute that change. So don't be afraid. You have to write this down. Take the time to do so. You don't have to rush through this podcast. You know, slowly go through it, think through it and create a list and create a detailed one because the more reasons you have, it equates to a more empowerment that is going to help you execute this change and to help you to convince yourself to go through this change. All right? And then after writing this, the last step and the final step is to write down all the pleasure you will receive after taking each of these actions right now. Okay, so you're going to write down all the pleasures that you're going to get by taking all these actions, okay? So this book has something very similar from the Tim Ferriss 4-Hour Work Week. Alright, it's by writing all these questions down. Why? Because, I think I've said this, mentioned this before, is that the quality of questions you ask yourself is the quality of your life, right? So you have to ask yourself very intriguing and deep questions that are going to question your true conscience and to make sure that you are fully aware about yourself and you're not lying yourself. Because I feel that uh, many people have been, you know, living in a very um, false world. They have been, you know, um, making themselves feel good, but then they are not actually feeling good because it's just very short term and they have been delusional. They have been feeling that, uh, oh, I'm happy. I'm already good in my life. But when there are certain things that happen, they found out that that is actually not they wanted. So um, this is something that I feel is a very good exercise. And you're going to create a huge list, all right? You're going to create a huge list that um, the things that you have gained pleasure from or you are going to get by taking all these actions, all right? So this is a very simple and small exercise and I want you to take the time to do so because uh, when you do it, you will feel that um, you will be able to gain the feeling of being really in control in your life. Because knowing what you want, what you don't want, knowing the pain points and knowing what are the cause if you don't take the actions and knowing what you will get way out of more when you take the action is better than you not doing anything. It will encourage you, it will empower you to move on and you know to take the actions that you have been wanting to take. So that's uh, some of the questions and this is a very good exercise that I do it usually from some time from time to time where I feel that I'm in a crossroad or I feel stuck like I want to do something but I'm not doing it why is it that I will go on ahead to do this exercise and to question myself and to make myself become very very clear about what I want and what I don't want because uh, once again um, 
clarity is power. Once you know this and you control the your emotions and you control the awareness that you have for yourself, it will create so much power in you and you'll create so much empowerment that will uh, enable you to do so much more things in your life right now. So this is a very simple exercise. I hope you have achieved something. And next up, I'm going to share with you guys what are the five habits that I have picked up over the two years and it completely changed my life and changed my perspective of how I look at things today. Okay, so uh, many of you have been talking, I believe about positivity and positivity is so real, but yet many people overuse it because uh, many people have this thing called the non-realistic positivity, meaning uh, whatever happens, they stay positive, but they're not realistic enough. So I'm going to share with you what is called the realistically positive uh, impact that you should have in your life. Okay, so it's very um, <clears throat> intriguing when I first found out about this. So it's something very cool and I'm going to share with you the secret and the habits that I myself inculcate in my life right now that I have been doing every single day that shape who I am today. So the five habits that uh, I have been doing, it's, uh, the first step is, not first step, the first habit that I picked up, one of the earliest when I started off, is this habit of trying. Because I believe in the education system in Singapore, okay, I mean not Singapore, but all over the world, is that they taught us not to make mistakes. Right? So when they taught us not to make mistakes, um, I have been associated, right, with that... Um, Trying more things lead to more failures, lead to more pain, and I don't want it. That was what I perceived in the, few, in the past. But now what I feel is that when I keep trying new stuff, when I keep trying new things, um, it enabled me to learn way, way, way faster than other people. Because I've been doing so much, I learn from my mistakes way faster than other people because they hold back and making mistakes, I don't. And this is something I've learned, I've tried and tested throughout my poly years is that um, in order to really do well, in order to shine, in order to um, you know, be different is to do something riskier and be willing and daring to do it, you know, be courageous to do it. So it's something that I've tried and I went on to you know, perform, uh, well, not say perform, but I enable myself to do way more things and try way more things. You know, I, I believe many didn't work. <laughs> That's something that I agree. Many didn't work. But then, uh, what lessons I've learned through all these um, experiences that I have done, it's priceless. Right? The things that I've learned along the way, trying all these new things and all these uh, new stuff enabled me to learn a lot of stuff. So, what I feel personally is that you guys take the time to learn a lot of stuff, do a lot of things because you have to believe that Learning is in the doing and then learning is from the mistakes that you make, right? Because I have a very, very powerful sentence that I have to share with you guys right now is that when you think of learning stuff and you don't want to do it, just tell yourself this very uh, simple question, okay? Is that, do you want to make a mistake that costs you way much more in the future or do you want to make a mistake that costs you time now? So it's something that you should think about, right? Because um, 
when I take the time to learn today to learn about um, the uh, legislation about ACRA, okay, what I've learned through helping my dad by going out of my way to go to do this ACRA um, procedure of changing his business from sole proprietorship to private limited is that uh, I have learned that so many legislation happen between the private limited entity and some of the things I didn't know of. So after learning this, and I'm not even applying it on my own business, I have essentially saved myself a possibly, what, 20, 50, or even 100k mistake that I am going to make if I didn't learn this today. And if I didn't go to um, Benny's class, and I didn't learn about protecting my downside, I didn't learn about the management of how a company should be like, I may be, me, I may be making a way, way, way costly mistake than ever. So when you are playing of not doing something, you think about it that way. Is that if you don't try many things and you don't know what works and you don't learn uh, what works and what don't work, it might cost you way much more in the future. Alright? And then the second habit that I picked up over the past two years is I started to read a lot. Okay, I started to read from the first book, which is uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, to the second book, which is a uh, four-hour work week. And... After that, I started my own marketing agency. I started reading uh, the marketing secrets. I started reading the uh, Russell Brunson's book. And then I move on to Positioning, which is uh, another book that's recommended by my mentor, Marshall Turber. And then I continued to get to know about Tony Robbins. And also I move forward. And going deeper into learning Robert Kiyosaki's principle. So I feel that uh, what makes me want to learn so much is the reason why. Why do I read them? Because I feel that many people that don't read or they don't persevere, uh, one of the possible reasons for them to not persevere through reading and learning things is because it's like education, it's like school. They forgot the purpose of learning and they forgot the purpose of, you know, consuming so much knowledge because why in the past uh, I learned and I uh, study for one reason for exams right after exam I forget everything so I return it all my knowledge back to the teacher right I believe many people do that for example before semester ends you learn everything you know everything after semester break you come back everything you have forgotten because we don't apply in our life we don't feel that there's a point in learning all this in our lives but then when I started reading, I gave myself a very simple reason to start reading is that I want to read because I don't want to be where I am. I want to know what other people know and what my parents don't. Because there is a question that I always ask myself is that why can we born in the same country, in the same society, but yet we are living very different lives. We are living in a very different, you know, entire world, you know. It's like, you are the middle income, you are living here, but you are rich as fuck, right? Sorry, you are rich as hell, and you are living in, you know, a bungalow or whatever, but then what did you know or what your parents know that my parents didn't? So I was very curious to find that big question mark which my parents gave me because they didn't know how. And that sparked me and I have been chasing that question mark for the longest time and I felt that I have understood why. Because of reading all these books, 
I got access to people's knowledge that's over 10 years of success just by reading this book. And honestly, if you guys are interested in learning how to actually read a book and how to actually make use of a book, uh, give me a comment or DM me if you want to find out. And then maybe I'll do an episode on how to actually use the book to your advantage because many people read a book just for pure reasons of I just read a book and I read. After I read, that's it, right? But then uh, there's actually a specific system where I use to read a book and I make sure the book work for me so that the investment to this book is not wasted and the investment to this book is gonna uh, be used by me and it's gonna be uh, much, much more uh, valuable right now because I'm using the book than just reading the book because many people feel that I just bought this book for like what? Um, $22 and all I do is I read the book, right? So the book is worth $22. But if today the book that you read and then you use them and you create your business based on this book and you change your life based on this book, this book became priceless. Alright, so the reasons of reading these, uh, reading these books is that you got to find, your, find yourself that big question mark of why you should do certain things because I believe uh, clarity is power and then a reason of why you do certain things is very important because if you don't know what you are doing and you, are don't know, and you don't know what you are fighting for, I feel that it's a pointless battle, right? So it's something that you could think of is that uh, maybe you start picking up reading and then why? Right? Give yourself the reason why. And I want you to give a very big, I want you to make a very big list of why you should start reading. Because the bigger the list and the more reasons you put yourself, it's an empowerment to you. Because you'll feel more empowered by the reasons that you put on why to do, do certain things. And then the third uh, habit that I have personally picked up over these two years, it's um, valuing my time. Because I feel that um, people at our age, we don't value our time because we are young, we feel that we have a lot of time, we still have, you know, what, 60 years. So this is uh, something that this is habit number this is habit number three that I've learned and I feel that it's something that is very uh, very under so this is the third reason this is the third ha- this is the third habit that I've picked up over the past two years of my life and it's valuing your time because I feel that many people um, today they don't value our t- their time, especially the young ones like us, the 20 year olds. We feel that we have so much time, right? And then we don't cherish our time. And then they end up in us um, not maximizing our potential and not making our time work for us. Instead, we are, you know, playing against time. And one very um, simple reason is that we started to um, do a lot of things that's not worthy of our time. For example, instead of uh, watching Netflix for three hours, you could jolly well read a book for three hours. You can actually write, write a book for three hours or you can actually learn something new in three hours. But then end up, people started watching Netflix. They started watching movies, you know, listening to music and they didn't utilize their time well. I'm not saying that watching movies and um, listening music is bad. I feel that uh, there must be an equal balance. So if uh, valuing your time can be maybe you set yourself one day, two hours of Netflix 
and then you have to set yourself a certain amount of time when you do productive work, right? So one reason to you know empower you to start being productive is that ask yourself the question, how much is your time worth? Alright, I bet many of you feel that uh, your time is not worthy, or maybe your some people feel that you no, know, my time I don't really care. But when you grow older, you feel that your time is lesser and lesser. You feel that you are lack of time. That is where it's too late. Where you are in the race, you are in the red race for the longest time, and then you start valuing your time. You are not able to do much because you have so many liabilities, and you don't know how to utilize your time well enough. So one thing of valuing your time today is that you have to start to focus on what is important and what is not. And you have to start focusing on your friends. Okay, friends is super important because I feel that we are who we make friends with. We are our environment, right? So if the environment is in a certain way, you act a certain way. If our environment is good, you are good. If the environment is bad, you are a bad influence, right? This is something that is very natural. This is something that is uh, what we call um, fate. Right? It's something that if you don't change, it will always go that way, right? Fit has its cost. So, one thing that uh, we have to do is we, once we start valuing our time, we will start valuing on the things that we do with our time. We will start valuing uh, on the people that we spend our time with. And I feel that this is the most understatement um, criteria or you know, the juice to success is that people don't value their time. And they start spending their time with you know people that are negative. They start uh, spending time that people that they don't even like, because you know. People they just want to impress themselves in doing things that is very, um, not themselves. They just do it for the sake of impressing the people that they hate, the people that they don't like. So I feel that that is something that is very stupid. And you don't have to do that, because you have to know that the truth is it's not worthy. Right. So that's one of the habits that I picked out and I choose my friends very carefully. I put myself in an environment and the people that I want to spend my time with and make my time worthy, right? Not saying I have to spend time with all the uh, rich people and all those things, but definitely that's a factor. And also I want to uh, put myself and I want to spend more time with positive people and people that are taking a lot of actions, you know, so that they can motivate me and put me in an environment and a state of mind to take actions, right? So it's somehow... Uh, valuing my time and putting my effort to know these people around. And the fourth habit that I feel that is uh, very um, special and I feel that not many people um, not many people will uh, agree but I still have to mention that this is something that I personally do it and I feel that it will certainly help you is that I myself don't like to try things that I don't know about. Because a lot of people, they will say, you got to do it your way, man. You have to do it yourself. And you know, you have to prove yourself right. That is something that I feel is not relevant to me. Because instead of wasting my time to figure out a way to make things work for me, I am a person that I prefer. Okay, this is a personal preference. is that I prefer to learn from someone that has been through it and know how to do it. So a very, a very simple answer, or can I just say a very simple story, is that um, some of the friends that know me, they will know this story, is uh, about someone crossing the river. Okay, so for example, there's this man one day that he is actually looking for a path to cross the river. But then, uh, he met a guy that is crossing the river with him. 
at the same time, they saw someone over on the other side of the river. So he was lost, right? Because he doesn't know his way. He's just figuring his way out. So who would you ask if you are that guy? Many people will be asking the guy beside him because he find it convenient and he find that I can, uh, I can relate to you, I can associate myself in my situation with you because both of you are figuring your way out. And that's many people in life is that they will always find help right, to the people closest to them and to the people that uh, they feel that shares the same problem. But then if you do realize is that they don't have the solution to the problem itself. They don't know the way to the other side of the river. But instead, what I will do is that I will ask the person on the opposite side of the river for directions. I will ask him, how do you get over there? And he will share, me, share with me the way to get over there. So I will rather pay that person on the opposite to teach me how and then I'll apply it that way so that I feel that it will expedite and it will uh, quicken uh, my success. It will quicken um, the results that I want to get. At the same time, <clears throat> At the same time, uh, another thing that I do is to model success. Is that when I see certain people doing certain things and they're good at it, I don't have to come up with something creative. I don't have to come up with things that you know is different and things that are you know like better, right? I don't have to do all do all this. I just have to model success. I just have to do what they are doing. So it's something that I feel that have expedite uh, my learning and uh, expedite the perspective that I have for you know doing things because i feel that a lot of people feel ah i don't know how you know uh, i'm stuck you know i don't know how i don't know who to look for but then i'll just say then do you know anyone have done it before if you know someone that have done it before you know just go and uh, go on and ask that person you know he might help you if he or she might not want to help you ask other people because this is the truth is that not everybody want to help everybody some people are selfish some people don't want to help so that is fine and so be it. So you have to do something new and you have to find someone new, you know, to get the help that you needed. So this is something that I feel is super powerful that you can apply to your life right now at this moment is that if you are stuck or you are feeling lost in this moment, find someone that has a solution to your problem because I believe that uh, your problem can be someone else's solution. Okay? It's a very uh, definitive solution to your problem is that where you find someone that knows how to do it to come and solve it for you, which is way faster than you finding your way and figuring out how to solve the problem right now. And the last habit that I feel that is uh, some essential um, daily habit that we should have and something that I feel that have changed my life entirely you know, just one simple advice that changed my life is that I can only speak with good intent or good purpose. So this is something that I felt that I have learned throughout the years. If uh, you are someone that knows me personally, you will know that I will always uh, try my best to speak with good intent. Even though I know sometimes I might not, uh, I might be upset or whatnot on certain things and I'm not be in a very good mood. But then, when I'm doing certain things, when I'm speaking, when I'm, no when I'm no negotiating, when I'm speaking to you, usually I'll speak with good purpose. I'll speak with good intent. I'll try my best not to, um, not to put people down, not to make people wrong. Because I felt that there's no benefits in doing that and that will only return me with uh, bad energy and negative energy, which I don't want to as well. So 
is something that have changed my life entirely and changed the whole environment that I'm in because with speaking with good intent helped me network with more people and I made a couple of good friends uh, allowed me to know more people allow my friends they currently know me you know to feel that it's someone that they want to make friends with and it's someone they want to spend their time with because by doing so it creates good energy right and who doesn't like good energy everybody will gather when there's good energy that's why clubs parties you know events always have so many people because people always want to be surrounded by good energy so that is something that i've been learning and it's something that i've been applying in my life to help me with uh, creating energy right now so i feel that these are the very simple five habits that i've picked up over uh the two years or you can say four years of um getting to know things and i believe that it have helped me a lot in my life and definitely will help you so i feel that that's the end of the podcast hopefully you have enjoyed this podcast and you like it uh do remember to share with your friends you know be helpful help more people share with them and i'm very thankful once again of you being here and listening in and i hope that you have learned something new Remember, give me a review. Subscribe to my YouTube channel if you haven't. Follow me on Spotify if you haven't. And I'll see you in the next podcast.